TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Back with our number two of our broadcast. Glad you are with if, with us. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. And on that text line, Jeff would like to know, why do I get the feeling Next round of COVID-19, which is scheduled to hit in the fall, and this situation with monkeypox will be used to shut down small businesses and recreation once again and force all of us to mask up everywhere we go. But the border, it's going to remain open. Because anything that helps the Democrat voter drive is safe, and anybody who speaks out against it is a racist, homophobic bigot. I bet you $2 to a donut. That's what the talking points will be. Let's <laughs> bet you a dollar. But due to inflation, I have to up it. <laughs> yeah, you can't forget about inflation. Let us see. Vince, what does I stand for in LGBTQ? Why do I keep add why do they keep adding letters? I have no idea what the I is for. You know, I need to look that one up. Kind of look into that one. STDs, AIDS, HPV, herpes, now monkeypox. How hard is it to figure out people should have one monogamous relationship? <laughs> Good luck with that. Please tell me the point of view talking about the monkeypox. Your listeners are so over COVID. They don't even care to protect themselves or their loved ones in the name of freedom. So what measures are your listeners willing to take if this, too, becomes a pandemic? I don't know. You can ask them. So what are you willing to do to avoid the monkeypox? Now, again, this is a little different because we're talking something airborne before, little air droplets. So that's different now from something that relates to touch. So keep that in mind. You throw in touch, it's a very different thing. So it's not as easy to spread this. So I thought it was important to put out there. By the way, to answer this question... What is LGBTQIA? Okay, you ready for this? Stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, 
or questioning intersex and asexual. <laughs> now, they, now they've thrown asexual into this? Intersex. What in the world is that? Intersex. Oh. Interesting. People born. Uh-huh. Interesting. People born with any of several sex characteristics, including chromosome patterns, gonads, or genitals that do not fit typical binary notions of male or female. Okay. So this is someone who actually does have a physical, uh, there's a physical difference, not just somebody changing in their mind saying I'm a different sex or whatever. Okay. So I hope you have been informed now. I've just put that out there for you. And no mockery or anything intended here. Just answering a question. So did you see the story that developed, I believe this was on Friday. And I wonder how much media attention this received. Hillary Clinton personally approved the dissemination of Trump-Russia bank allegations to the media. This is according to testimony from a campaign manager. His name is Robbie Mook. He testified the then-Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton approved the dissemination of materials alleging a covert communications channel between the Trump Organization and Russia's Alpha Bank to the media. Despite campaign officials not being totally confident in the legitimacy of the data. Well, we don't need to know whether it's legitimate or not. It sounds good. Let's spread it. That's what they did. Former FBI General Counsel James Baker testified... The Bureau investigated the data alleging a Trump connection to the Kremlin-linked bank and found there was nothing there. Zero. Which means the mainstream news media <laughs> went into overdrive on the story, even though there was nothing there. Mook was called to the stand for testimony by Michael Sussman's defense on Friday during cross-examination by government prosecutor. Mook was asked about the campaign's understanding of the Alpha Bank allegations against Trump and whether they planned to release the data to the media. Mook said he was first briefed about the Alpha Bank issue by campaign general counsel Mark Elias, who at the time was a partner at law firm Perkins Cole. Mook testified he was told the data had come from people that had expertise in this sort of matter. Mook said the campaign was not totally confident in the legitimacy of the data but it hoped to give the information to a reporter who could further run it down to determine if it was accurate or substantive. He said he discussed whether to give the information to a reporter with senior campaign officials, including campaign chairman John Podesta, senior policy advisor, now White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, and communications director Jennifer Palmieri. And here's the clincher. Mook said, I discussed it with Hillary as well. I don't remember the substance of the conversation, but notionally the discussion was, hey, we have this and we want to share it with the reporter. The government asked Mook if Clinton approved the dissemination of the data to the media. Mook testified. She agreed. Shocking, isn't it? <laughs> but again... She's not going to be held to account here. For what? 
this is just crazy, isn't it? Not only unsubstantiated data, but information we now know to be completely false. Completely false. Mook goes on to say, I don't remember the substance of the conversation, but notionally the discussion was, we have this. We want to share it with the reporter. So this is exactly what they did, and it's off to the races. <laughs> I mean, this is it. This, this is the depth of this information. Some flimsy story that is not substantiated whatsoever. And the media had a field day with this. Isn't this insane? Sussman has been charged with making a false statement to the FBI when he told Baker... Less than two months before the presidential election, he was not doing work for any client when he requested an attendant meeting in which he presented purported data and white papers that allegedly demonstrated a covert communication channel between the Trump Organization and Alpha Bank, which has ties on to the Kremlin. Durham's team, Durham is the special counsel, John Durham, prosecuting Sussman on these charges alleging Sussman was, in fact, doing work for two clients, the Hillary Clinton campaign and a technology executive, Rodney Jaffe. Following the meeting with Baker, Sussman billed the Hillary Clinton campaign for his work. <laughs> this is a mess, isn't it? And, I, and I've told you, don't expect any of these people to go to prison. It's, it probably won't happen. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
And we're back on the broadcast over on the text line. Since I sampled the Sunday morning political shows yesterday, a common theme from Democrats, the use of the words to describe Republicans was extremist, white supremacy, radical extremism, a threat to our democracy. They go on to say the Republican congressional leadership have supported white supremacy and inspired racial attacks like Buffalo, New York. Beating of this drum of lies will continue to the midterm elections and beyond. I can assure you that. Oh, boy. Pretty scary, isn't it? Also on the text line, someone expressing concern about bringing masks back. In the era of COVID, that continues. But also now we have monkeypox. This texture says, I'm willing to put a mask on my private parts to keep from getting the monkeypox. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> Some of these I cannot read on the air. I just can't. It's that bad. Vince Hillary Clinton should be forced to pay back all of the taxpayer dollars spent investigating her lies about Russian collusion. Like that's ever going to happen. Vincent, we're supposed to be a country of laws, not of men. If no one in Russia, in that Prussia probe, goes to jail, we have no country. The great experiment is dead. Don't panic. I'm serious. Don't panic over this. Don't throw in the towel over this. That's why I warned people some time ago, please manage your expectations in this area. And the whole Durham probe... I, I don't expect anything of significance to come out of this. I really don't. At the end of the day, you know, maybe, maybe some low-level person is going to get ensnared in this and end up in prison. But the main people, the main people who benefited from it, like Hillary Clinton, forget it. It's not going to happen. Now, no amount of, you know, ranting and raving every single day and doing multiple radio shows on this and that, it's not going to accomplish anything, ladies and gentlemen. I know that frustrates a lot of you, which is why I don't beat these kinds of drums, because I know that the way our system is set up, we're simply not a system. We don't have a system right now that works universally, the same for everybody. We have a system for the well-connected and then everybody else. I'm sure this is not news to you at all. I want to tackle a subject that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I really want to tackle two subjects here, and I hope I can do this adequately in the time that remains. I want you to just follow me on something. I was thinking about this just a few weeks ago. I don't remember what started this conversation, this thought process for me. But I was thinking of my own life. You know what my greatest hindrance is in my life? Whatever aspect of it is. Do you know what my greatest hindrance is? It's me. It's me. By extension, the greatest hindrance to any individual or group is that individual or group. It's the internal issues that are the problem. To the extent that I fail in whatever areas, a good part of the time it's because something short-circuited in me. That's the first place I'm going to look. And, and let me just, this is a freebie for some of you 
listening to this broadcast now, maybe you don't approach life this way, but if there's some something that doesn't quite go right, the first place I look is to myself. I'm not looking outside to blame somebody else for my problems. By extension, the same thing, it's, it needs to be true for groups, and I don't like to think in terms of groups, but just for this purpose, within the black community, the issues that need to be addressed in the black community are internal issues. Most of them are internal. They're not external. It's not white people. And looking for the big bad racist is not going to help us. Most of our serious problems are internal. And the moment we recognize that and begin addressing these issues, the better off we're going to be. Name any group. Blacks, whites, gays, lesbians. Most of those issues are internal. I mentioned, I had a conversation just over the weekend with... And, and, and I may do a Transformation Tuesday segment or Faith Focus Friday with this extraordinary individual I met. And this, this person is gay. And has overcome an extraordinary battle with substance abuse. You would never know it. You would never know it. One of his big concerns is mental health within the gay community. Now, a lot of people, you know, were immediately going to go to, well, it's because of all the external forces and homophobia and yada, yada, yada. No, it's not. It's internal issues within the gay community. This is a lead-in to the story I want to share with you from James Clyburn, who warns the danger of this country imploding, weighing in on the Buffalo, New York shooting in the mood of black voters. This was in an interview published on Friday. It's just a mystery to me. We've become so tolerable of these kinds of incidents. This is not true. James Clyburn, with all due respect to his civil rights past, this man, it's, it's pathetic. It really is. You know what I was thinking about over the weekend, and, and I'll touch on this. <laughs> My time is zipping away so quickly. I think of people like Rosa Parks, fearless people. Fearless people. And all I hear out of these, these, these ridiculous black liberal politicians is bellyaching and whining and fear. Do you think there was any of this stuff in Rosa Parks? She actually put her life on the line in what she did. And we got people, you know, we, we got to get over this stuff and stop listening to these people. Anyway, we're going to talk more about James Clyburn, but also a poll that was done over the weekend. I really want to address this. If you get nothing else from this program, you want to hear the next segment. Stay with us.
Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. All right, let's... Uh... Let's start here on the text line. Vince Rosa Parks and her husband were card-carrying commies. Plus, she was a member of the Black Panthers. So this dismisses everything she did. I'm just saying, if everything you said is true, we should completely dismiss what she did. Some of you folks really scare me. Here you go again, Vince. There's no such thing as gay There's sexual immorality, perversion, period. Don't use their words to give power to the perversion. Oh, okay. This texture agreeing with me, we are limited mostly by ourselves. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Vince, one day I'd like for you to do a show or a few segments on the internal issues of the black community. Invite black callers to speak on solutions. We always have sit-downs and conversations pertaining to racism as if it's the only problem in our community. It's time we look in the mirror if we want to see real change. Oh my goodness, that to me is text of the day right there. I love that. Here's a person who gets it. You know, rather than spending all this time looking for the big bad racist, why don't we focus on the things that we can control? This is excellent. In fact, so much so, I am making a note to follow up on this particular text. It's a good one. Is that rain outside? Unfortunately, it is. Wonderful. Dismal. (laughs) I quickly want to get to uh, where I was before the break, because I was talking about this issue of Jim Clyburn talking about how we tolerate these incidents. No, we do not tolerate these incidents like the shooting in Buffalo. Seems as if they were just supposed to happen. Then you go and wait for the next one to happen. They're going to keep happening. Look at where we are in the country. Seems to be coming in from all sides. You wonder whether or not people just decide that the pursuit of a more perfect union has come to an end. Well, I think you may have decided that, sir. Quite frankly, last year this time, I was in a different place than I am now. That's what he said. I thought in difficult times, this too shall pass. I'm not too sure anymore. I'm really not. Can I just make a suggestion to you, Mr. Clyburn? Why don't you go retire? And I'm not being nasty. Go sit down somewhere. And let somebody... Young, youthful, with some ideas, with some hope, some op- some optimism to inspire people can come along and replace you. Because we don't need any more of your hopelessness and darkness. He goes on, he says, he was asked about the mood of black voters in the U.S. Dangerous, the mood's dangerous. It's not a democratic problem. It's the country's problem. The country is in danger of imploding. Democracy is, is in danger of disintegrating. I don't know why people feel this country is insulated from the historical trends. <sighs> so you're going to take a few incidents, a few in, isolated incidents here and there, and use that as evidence that we're imploding. This just doesn't make any sense at all. And then you have this. I told you I did a video on this 
this weekend because I was very concerned about messages that especially are circulating in the black community. Here's the story by the Washington Post. I think this is their poll, Washington Post Ipsos poll. Black Americans fear more racist attacks after Buffalo shooting. Two years years after George Floyd's murder, nearly 8 in 10 black Americans say there's been little or no improvement in how police treat black people. I mean, I was incensed when I saw this. What is the evidence for this? Where is it? Now, I don't mind asking poll questions. But this is not a poll that is based on information. This is based on people's feelings. And guess where these feelings came from? They came from Washington Post stories and NBC stories and CBS and ABC. And the New York Times. Can I just tell you, folks? All of these news agencies have been for years trying to scare the living crap out of black people. In just the past few years, it's been decades. It's been a long time. Fear is what has been directed toward people of color for a long time. This is why the Klan did what they did to keep blacks from voting because they were going to vote Republican. This hasn't changed, ladies and gentlemen. What has changed in recent years has been this media element that basically regurgitates fear and redirects it back at people. See, we're naturally fearful human beings anyway. Do you know that? That's our default position. We're fearful. And so we end up reinforcing our fears by having conversations, exchanging social media things. Oh, this, oh, did you hear this happened too? And we're basically building the case that America is becoming more racist and black people are in more danger and the cops are trying to shoot black people. This is why blacks are so fearful. Shut off the sources of fear. Shut them off. Three quarters of black Americans are worried they or someone else they love will be attacked because of their race. The post-Ipsos poll of black Americans finds most are saddened and angered by the attacks. Just 8% say they're surprised, even before the shooting, in an earlier poll questioning black people saw racism as one of their greatest threats. It's not. Let me say it again. As a black man, racism is not one of your greatest threats. After the attack, only 10% think the problem of racism will improve in their lifetimes, while a 53% majority think it will get worse. Why do you think it will get worse? Because you keep listening to morons and people who are race-baiting and scaring the crap out of you. And it's becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. Let me just very quickly cut to the chase here. God says, perfect love casts out fear. Please tap into his love and shut off the sources of fear. Stay with us. Some of the issues in our community, how we address them. This texture says, the person asking for a black segment or program is correct. The problem is you only invite or promote black conservatives and call the rest of us delusional. 
this is where you are absolutely wrong. If you knew some of the people I've been talking to and listening to in recent days, you would, um, it would shut you up really fast. Because I have been talking with some people and listening to some really great ideas. And they're people from different walks of life. You would be absolutely shocked. Maybe you will find out very soon. How about getting someone to run against Clyburn that can reach out to his voters or the black conservatives? Cowards when it comes to that. Well, it doesn't make any sense to run in that district. It's gerrymandered to favor a Democrat. Did you not know that? See, Vince, because you think blacks' concerns only come from news and not personal experiences. Not all of us share your experiences. Uh, Well, I know not everybody's experience is the same. I recognize that. Nor do I assume that everyone's experience is the same. But I'm saying that the news certainly does not help. And listening to people who are peddling fear, it's not going to help any of us. That's the point that I'm making. If you think (laughs) fear is a helpful message, I'd love to hear how that's going to work for you. That's all. Why is it every single black conservative seem to believe that blacks that don't agree with them are making up racism? How many of those victims in Buffalo were black conservatives? Did it matter to the shooter? If you, your political view were shopping in that store that day, did you think he would have bypassed you because you support some of his views? This is just silly. This is absolutely silly. Some of you really scare me. We're going to have a more extensive conversation about this tomorrow and beyond, I hope. Just putting this out there, some of the perspectives here. Time for us to take a look at the day in history. And uh, Bernie is not with us today, but we have George back. And George, you just couldn't wait to come back, could you? Right. It's like I'm a day in history all by myself. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. We have a total of six questions. Hopefully I can provide some good clues along the way here. Beginning in 1774, Chestertown, Maryland, they heard about this event in the Northeast, and they were so excited about it, they staged one of their own. I will tell you, it happened in the city of Boston. What was it? The Tea Party. The Tea Party is correct. 1785. Boy, here's one. I didn't know. This famous person announced his invention of bifocals. Let's just say it was a striking invention. <laughs> a striking invention. Uh, I don't know, Dr. Stryker? <laughs> hey, I gave you a hint in that one. Think about it. Striking. Strike. Ooh, uh, this is an inventor. Uh, okay. I was hinting at electricity. Ah. Who does that tell you immediately that I'm referring to? Edison? Actually, Benjamin Franklin. Oh, Benjamin Franklin. I knew that, too. Darn it. Benjamin Franklin invented bifocals. I, I had remember, no idea. I remember reading that somewhere along the line. Who saw that one coming? Uh, <laughs> got me on that one. I couldn't resist. 1911, President Taft dedicated the uh, this place in uh, New York. It was at the time it was the nation's largest marble structure. It's a place where people read. What was it? 
place where people read? Yes. So I guess the uh, New York City Library? You are right. It's the New York Public Library. At the time, the nation's largest marble structure. 1933, you probably carry these around to the beach. And uh, you may set these up on... Um, uh, I mean... Uh, I can't believe something so simple was really big invention in 1933. Um, Brooklyn's Max Wasserberg was the creator. It's very convenient to carry these around, like if you're going to the beach or if you're wanting to sit out on your front lawn. What are what is the invention uh, he came a, up with? A folding chair. Yes, the collapsible lawn and beach chair, patented in 1933. Wow. Uh, it's just kind of cool, the innovation that took place here. How about this for you? I know you will know this one. The most famous crime couple on this day in 1934, the Texas Rangers and Louisiana State Police killed them in a bloody shootout. That would have to be Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde, yep, wiped out on this day in 19... 19- 34. Wow. And 2015, I think uh, this country was setting a trend. This country in Europe uh, that is known for, um, I don't know, things like beer, they legalized same-sex marriage. Apparently um, among the first I major I assume European. that would be Deutschland? Um... Actually, it's Ireland. Ireland. Oh, well, that was that would have been the other choice. <laughs> yeah. That was 2015 when this happened. Have a little fun here. Do we have time? I, I hope we have time here. We, got about, we don't uh, have much. We got you know, we're going to have to save this story for another yeah. day because I, this story is so funny. I, I Just hilarious, the things that people do. Um, let's just give you a hint in the future. We're going to talk about a story and... What it means to uh, be a literalist and how much fun you can have with it. <laughs> uh, yes, that's going to get you listening tomorrow. Thanks a lot for joining us in the broadcast today. Uh, thank you, George, for coming to our aid today. Yes, sir. And uh, you guys have a great day and God bless you. Adios. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 